0: You know, uh, I have a tendency to believe sometimes that, uh, and I understand this. When, when, when you're the guy like Job, that's uh, you're the one that the, the pain, the agony. You're the one that's lost the loved ones. You, 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 kind of the target. You kind of the one that's been set on the pedicle, Amen. And. And now the kingdoms, of both evil and good, darkness of light, or God or the devil, just according to how you want to look at it, a man decided to use you, a man to demonstrate whether or not he really loves God or not. And uh, the only way for that to really be tested, amen, is through trials. And, and so, you know, you know the story as well as I do, how the devil accused and told God that the only reason Job loved him is because you got a hedge around him. I thank God for the hedge. Yes. I believe there's some hedges that we all need to pray for that, you know, God, you test me with something else, but not with that. You know me. You know me better than I know myself. There's some things that I can handle better than others. And uh, you may not understand. Just let me let me walk with this a little bit this morning. Uh, Psalms 139, we're going to go to that because it falls right in with our lesson today of Naboth. Uh, how many would you, uh, how many, and I'm not asking for a response here, but the way the world and the way that, that you and I at times may judge things and observe the outcome of circumstances and situations. How many of us could say if, if we was in the shoes of Naboth. That we got a fair deal. That we was treated right. Now understand something about our lesson today. And I'm just going to go right in the meat of it. I don't necessarily have to be long. I'm not intimidated by that, but <laughs> I promise you. But, uh, but, but I don't have to hold a reputation to be long either. There's two others that holds that reputation. I'm not interested in getting it. <laughs> Praise God. All right. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm just going. To, we, we just want God's will. This is the most important thing in our lives, uh, in whatever part of the service it might be but if, if you and I for a moment this morning would put ourselves in the shoes of Naboth. And even the approach of the king, it would be like Trump coming down. He owned, uh, owned 10,000 acres and you had 20 acres that bumped right up to him. And he would love to have that 20 acres and he's willing a man to give you for what it's worth or even trade you one that's better. And in the business world... The eyes and the idea of the business world always said, man, I don't know why you don't do that. Man, in fact, man, that's a prize piece of land right there. You ought to ask double for it. He's willing to give it. He's got it. And he just love to have it. Money is not an issue. He just wants the ground, amen, And uh, because it's a prize possession. Huh. Man, there's nothing like it. There's no other possession like it. And, and even though I know I'm just talking about a portion of ground here, but you're going to understand something before this lesson's over. With that, there is a principle that has been taught a man in this setting of scriptures. That it would do you and I both good if we'll grasp it and get a hold of it. Because this portion of ground a man as an inheritance can also be likened unto us as individuals. Because children are what. Is an inheritance from God, and so each and every one of us that's in this service this morning is actually an inheritance that's been given by God, and so we belong to Him regardless if we believe in Him or not. And, and then we're going to go a step further than that. Money didn't have nothing to do with it. Trading land didn't have nothing to do with it. You're going to see that there was a principle that was anchored into Naboth's heart, mind, and spirit. That he wouldn't open for bargain with, with Ahab or with anybody else. Not for this particular piece of ground. There's a strong possibility that, that Naboth owned other, other land. Amen. Because to even own land in that moment time meant something. But he had inherited this land. So it was not for sale at any cost. And it didn't have nothing to do with getting a better deal. It had all to do with one thing. The Lord had gave him this land and it was not for sale at any cost. Buy the truth and sell it not. I'm telling you truth, amen, is being put on the auction block on a regular basis and a daily basis and even in our own personal lives and if we're not careful hallelujah, if we're not careful, amen we'll let the bitter, amen, reach a point place and you know what I think we ought to sell it, it'll be worth it at this moment in time, but I'm telling you there's been a generation and now it needs to rise a better generation, the truth is not for sale at whatever cost we're not even, we're not even bargaining with you devil, we're not even coming to the bargaining table with you we don't even want to discuss it with you you need to understand something neville you need to understand something world you need to understand something unbelievers we're not for sale we've already been bought, and we got an inheritance laid up in the heavens and it's not for sale at any cost that includes our life that includes Reaching the point point place that we're willing to die for it. We'll go a step further though. Willing to die with the right spirit. And the right attitude. Not with regret. Not with mumbling. Not with complaining. Willing also to even put our whole family on the chopping it. This, this lesson goes a lot deeper than most people really realize. What is really unfolded with Naboth? Because you've got to remember something. See, we, we don't have a problem with God, with what unfolded. Because we read what happened three years later, and we read what happened 12 years What if you didn't know any of that? What if you owned a piece of ground and you didn't have a clue that God was going to work that all out later on? Amen. That He didn't come to your rescue, but He let you die. He allowed a man lying to be put against Him, false witnesses put against Him, and allowed him to be stoned, amen, and die. this. The eyes of the world, they said, Naboth, you lost. In the eyes of a lot of people. I can't believe. No, here's, here's, here's the kicker for us. I can't believe God allowed that to happen to me. You see, if we're not careful, we don't believe the Bible taught us that the just suffers with the unjust. We have a tendency, if we're not careful, to have the opinion that there ought to be a hedge around us, that we ought not have to go through that. We ought to be exempt. But well, let me tell you something. Where's a real testimony? It's whenever we can take and experience the same suffering and the pain and the agony. But no, we got a comforter. Amen. That's going to work it all out in his own time and for his own purpose. I got a God. Amen. That's going to rule and reign in the affairs of mankind, including the devil. He's not going to win. I may have a car wreck on the way home. And you may put me in the ground by Wednesday. <laughs> but you just keep on walking and living for God. Because that ain't the end of the book. And that's not the end of the story. So I just know right in the meat of it, didn't I? Just, I just know right out. Praise God. God sees all. Isaiah put it this way. He saw the ending from the beginning. That doesn't mean he lets everybody know that serving him and faithful to him, all the ins and outs before they start out on a journey. Did Joseph dream anything about pits? Did Joseph dream anything about prison time? Did Joseph dream anything about being 20 years going from a pit to a prison? But he dreamed about the end results. All I know in my life's journey, God showed me that the sun and the moons are going to bow down, the sheep are going to bow down. Now how God sees fit. To bring this about is God's business, not mine. I just got to, I can't walk by sight or feelings. The faith walks by, the just walks by faith. And sometimes that walk doesn't feel too good. And sometimes it doesn't look too good. But I just know one thing. God promised me he'd never leave me nor forsake me. And he knows exactly where I'm at. And I'm being as faithful and committed and holding on to the inheritance and following the principles and the commandments of God. We're living in a world today, amen, is doing his best to throw all of this away and doing it their own way. But they're going to find out that the God of this book meant exactly what he said. And you know what? If we'll just, oh obey this and fall in love with this uh, if we'll love his law amen you know what nothing shall offend us um, nothing's going to cause me to get out um, nothing's going to cause me to backslide uh, nothing's going to change my mind of what name to call on nothing's going to change my mind about what gospel has been given to us uh, I thank God amen you what I'm going to tell you God spoke I I, I hate to put it that way uh, I was depressed yesterday about some of this not so much this I'm talking about the COVID job You know what's happening? You know why God's allowed some of that? Because there's a lot of people out there disclaiming Him that don't have no foundation. Now, you watch this. If the walls begin to crack in this building and and, and the the, the roof begin to sag down, where's probably probably the real problem at? I mean, if you use the best materials you could and good tube of fours and all that, where's probably the, the real problem at? What's giving way? You know what? If I was if I was doing this little deal, if I got really too nervous and too shook up and, and couldn't sleep at night, hey man, worried about my relationship with God, you know what I'd do? I'd go back digging back about the foundation with him. And I'd start looking back at the foundation saying, wait a minute, God, honey, something's not right. You're trying to wake me up. You're trying to stir me up. You know what? I'm going to go back to the foundation. And I'm going to make see if I got it right. If I'm getting it by your help and grace and mercy, I'm going to get it right. Right. without getting the foundation right so no doubt there was some, some Israelites such as Naboth that had the foundation right at whatever cost but it was going to cost me this portion of ground is not for sale now something else Ahab you know Ahab was full of the devil his wife was, was the devil Praise God. Next thing to her. Bound to be his sister. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> she you how to stir him up. I can preach in places and aid boy. I'm telling you. Yeah, he's the head. I'm the neck. I told you about that neck place, didn't I? Where you cut the head off at? if you want to get the head cut the neck <laughs> well I feel good this I don't feel intimidated I'm not worried about the devil I'm not worried about all that hey God's got this thing God's got this thing buddy Hey, you know what? We're in the palm of his hand. And no man can pluck us out. Hey, look, so we got some promises, amen, that's going to see us through. Is that going to exempt us? No. Hallelujah. I may get struck down with something tomorrow. I may have a heart attack before I, I get through with this. But you know what? God's going to be with us. And God's going to be with this church. When you put me in that ground back, don't worry. God's already raising up another pastor to put up here to preach the gospel and keep on marching. When all of us is pacing the ground, if it tears that long, and that place back there comes full of grain, You know what? I still want a church here, believing God, believing the gospel, walking right, living right, doing right amen because there's going to be a resurrection one day there's going to be a meeting in the clouds one day and so we got to hold on to this inheritance at whatever cost you know it's going to cost you the world It's gonna cost you the world we don't need the world the world needs us the world needs us instead of letting the world influence us we need to influence the world if we got a hold of something now we've experienced it Praise God. Focused thought. God sees all but focused thought in 1 Kings 21 and 20. And Ahab said to Elijah, Hast thou found me, O oh, my enemy? Man, it's a bad deal when you start getting crossed up with a preacher. I'm not saying that because I'm a preacher, okay? But it's a bad deal when that begins to happen. But if you start looking at the preacher as your enemy, huh, you're the troublemaker. You know, last week, that's what he called him. He said, you come the troublemaker? No, you're the troublemaker. You're the ones that wouldn't keep the commandments and the principles of the law of God. Not me. But now this week, man, hallelujah. Oh, my enemy. And he answered, I have found thee because thou hast sold thyself to the work evil in the sight of the Lord. Because thou hast sold thyself. Everybody's selling themselves to something. Everybody's given themselves to something. Amen. And that choice is with us. Every day of our lives. I'm going to take my time is and, and, and try to cover at the same time as much of this as I possibly can. There's a lot of scriptures, amen, to unfold about this. and, and uh, but, but the Lord had just helped me, and I believe he is. Amen. To uh, Because I'm telling you, if there's ever been a time in a world, hallelujah, that we need to understand this. That uh, especially... How that God works all things to good hallelujah now there's going to be trials there's going to be tribulations there's going to be different things and and I I believe even maybe a little different in America because we have laws of the land that protect us from people from being able to harm us in possible way they would like to but because not so much they may have a fear of God but they have a fear of going to jail (laughs) So, so the enemy has to attack us and come against us in a different method, different form. And uh, so some of the spiritual warfare, so you 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 and I both probably times you know some days we get up we look around we thinking what in the world is going on, <laughs> oh, you know? And, and so this is, this is this is what it's all about, amen. When you stand for God, it's not going to be a question if you're going to have tribulations. You're going to have. There's not even a question if you got enemies. You got some enemies, and you got some severe enemies. You got one that's setting snares and traps, amen. He's going to try his best to lie to you. He's going to try his best to deceive you. He's going to try his best to with you. He's going to offer you things and, and he's going to put people in your, in your life and, and, and in your pathway. Amen. And God's going to allow him. And God's going to allow him amen to now our prayer should be because the Bible taught us amen if we pray we'd enter not into temptation and so we just sung about how powerful prayer is so that's something that you and I ought to do and want to do and practice amen sometimes it's easier than others amen and there's all different types and forms of prayer there's times you get in the prayer closet The time to pray that driving down the road there's time amen to pray and don't have time to pray and just say oh Jesus and that's all you needed though hallelujah and he come to your rescue so as, as as you watch a lot of this, amen, to unfold here even. Amen. You know, I'd really love to know a little bit more about Naboth, amen. Even prior and up to this point in time, and how, how everybody responded to it. Now, did you notice I said and it cost him his family? Now, most of the time you hear the preaching, the teaching on that, nobody mentions about the sons, do they? Go to 2 Kings 9:26. The Lord said he brings you somebody's blood, and for his son's blood. Now, now watch this. It doesn't matter if they existed enough. If Naboth, being who he was, even if he didn't have any children, he would have. But apparently he did. Now watch this. For Ahab to go and take this vineyard, take it freely, all the descendants had to go likewise. Not just Naboth, but all of his sons. Or they would have got the inheritance. So sometimes this battle and this struggle that we're in, and, you know, it's kind of like this. How many, how many has ever heard this statement to, when people decide to go in the wrong area that hey, it ain't going to affect nobody? No, you're, you're wrong. It's others. It's going to affect others just like doing that which is good. It both works. Principles of it works the same. And, and so as we humble and give ourselves to God and his direction, thank God for his mercy and grace. Uh, we all need it. <laughs> i am tell you right now, I don't ever stand before a congregation like a, hey, boy, no, no, don't you ever believe that junk. Amen. I need his mercy and grace and help every day. I look to live this life, to, to keep a good sound mind, to keep a good sound heart, to keep a good spirit, to keep a good attitude. Hey, I need the goodness and the mercies of God, amen, to, to go with us, uh, to, to work with us and help us. Amen. You you'd just be surprised the devils we meet at Bendale Hardware. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And you know, I I, I try to be real good. I, I'm 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 working on it. God's helping me. But there are a few, you know. I'd love like to I'd just be honest with you. I'd Bam! Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah! The devil. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Woo, praise God! And I would rejoice for a minute. And I'm sure the devil. I mean, I'm sure God to beat daylights out of me. But uh, uh, Hallelujah! <laughs> or He might get to beat the daylights out of me. I don't know. But anyway, hey! But you know, I'm just I'm just telling you like it is. I mean, because we're living in a world now that has no patience. It's all about them. Everybody's wanting the attention. Hey, that's what's wrong with the world. Oh, I want to make a name for myself. I want to be notarized. I want to be this we're nothing but a bunch of mud ball all of us none of us no good in none of us only good thing is, is the Holy Ghost the only good thing there is is Jesus Christ the blood of the lamb the word of God outside of that you know I'm no better than anybody else but I thank God for his mercy and grace and you know what I don't want to fail him I don't want to drop the ball God help me bear the cross and run this race and fight this fight and finish the course This country, it cost some precious lives. Gallons upon gallons of blood for this country. God, help us to pray for it. Help us pray for it. That he'd help us. Begin to look at some scriptures, even in the very beginning of the lesson. Uh, I'm going to use, a, if you read your lesson... And uh, there was a little story they gave in contemplating the topic. And, you know, God sees all. And, and this, it falls so well, and I just assume it's true. They wrote it, so I'm just telling what they wrote here. But anyway, it talked about this one survivor that was on a shipwreck, man, And so he, he managed to make his way to a small island. He began to pray, he began to ask God to come to save him, to send some rescuers. And, you know, after praying for a day or two or three, whatever, a man he finally came to the realization that nobody was coming. And and so he began to try to work and make means, to make the best of it. So he took some driftwood and things of that, and made him a little hut and what 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 you know materials, little things he had to, for survival. A man he had in his little hut, and and so one day he had out, actually went out into the island a little further, a little deeper. A man just scurrying around trying to find something to eat, and on his way back he, he noticed some smoke. And when he got there, his little hut was on fire and it's burning up and it's gone and. The story goes and talks about how he became angry and angry toward God. How at this moment, time in his life, after suffering so much pain and suffering so much loss, how in the world could God allow this? Come on, we can witness with that. We, we, can, we can bear witness with that. Because we really don't know what tomorrow holds. and We don't know how God works in mysterious ways and to bring things out. And we're more prone and geared and subject. You know what been the first thing out of all our mouths? The devil burnt my hood up. We gave the credit to the devil. Huh. But it's you watch the little story here. After going several days with basically losing hope of going to be rescued. Huh. And he finally falls asleep that night. And you know it was probably a miserable night for him. It probably really was. His hut did burn up and what comfort he had. And, you know, the protection against the elements. And thank God for good houses. <laughs> good automobiles to drive. Things of that nature. It's, it's, it's real nice, is it? Have drive throughs to drive in when it's storming. And you don't get all wet. It's nice, isn't it? Appreciate those things. Good cement parking lots that we don't have to wade in. That's the blessings of God and the favor of God. We thank God for it. So we, we, can, we, can, we can grasp all of this. And so, sure enough, early the next morning, he's, he's awakened by this foghorn of a ship. <laughs> That's the way the horn's going to sound one day. I guess. I don't know. I just want to hear it. You call it old or you call it new. I don't care. I just want to hear it and leave here. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Praise God. That's all. That's all that's going to matter. When it's said and done, that's really all that's going to matter. Regardless of what I've experienced or hadn't experienced. Well, I just fell with something right there. I'm going to tell you something. You ain't got to experience everything the world's out there experiencing. You ain't got to go here and go there and get involved with this and involved with that. And, well, I'm just a real active person. I'm real this. I And will tell you, we're finding out a lot of these places where we become active. At, hey, man, it costs us, don't it? We pick up some things we wish we hadn't have picked up. And, and, we had to, and we bring it back home and before we know it. Man, I tell you, God, whenever he set up boundaries and lines and, and say, you know what, it wouldn't be a good thing for you to go there. That doesn't seem good to the Holy Ghost. God's got a reason for that. It's not that he doesn't want us to have a good time and enjoy life. But God's got a purpose and a reason. Amen. To keep us out of certain places and out of certain conditions. Amen. He's about saving our soul. God's looking at the end. He knew it from the beginning. He's trying to get us to the end. So sure enough. Hey amen. He gets up and here's that old horn. And here comes some sailors in a little boat. How did y'all? We saw your smoke signal. We saw your smoke signal. (laughs) So you know what? Sometimes we need to back up and say, you know what, God? Kind of like Joseph. My brothers had evil and the intent of evil about this. You know, there's a lot of conversation about some things going on in our nation. I had a guy come in a hardware store this week. (laughs) And I'll be honest with you, I felt the Holy Ghost when I told him. We talked about different things. I I, I asked him, I said, I'm going to ask you something. I said, why don't anybody ever, why don't I ever hear from any of them? Saying, you know what, I'm glad that took place. Because I'd still be in Africa if that hadn't took place. What y'all intended for evil, God's let it become a blessing to me. See, that's what's wrong with all of us if we're not careful. We take everything that's destroying to destroy us. When God maneuvering only the way God knows, amen, because God's going to do it his way. Because when God gets his hands in it, he's going to do it in matters of way. And that's not all. The real test, amen, is whether or not I, if I can handle the testing and the pain and the agony. Because that's the real trust in God or not. Anybody can live for God if you got all the money you want. Car never tears up. washing she never tears up. Kids make straight A's. Always yes ma'am, no ma'am, sitting down, doing everything just perfect. Oh perfect. Yeah, parents need to have the Holy Ghost. I'm trying to help you out to start Wednesday night. If you'd hurry up pray those kids through the Holy Ghost, he'll help you. we got an obligation, folks. I'm ready to start seeing some babies fill the Holy Ghost. Maybe to ignite some of these older ones. Hey, Amen. If God can fill a four-year-old, surely he can fill me up. <laughs> God could turn that six-year-old around and fill them with the Holy Ghost and language of the power of God. I tell you, it'll lose some powers of the safe. I tell you, it'll drive some serpents out. It'll turn this church upside down. Hey, I'm not missing it. Too. I tell you, we're in the end time. It's time to have revival. It's time to have a move of God. And I'm not waiting on nobody. I tell you, we got revival right now. I'm not mad at nobody but the devil. I'm not mad at nobody else. He's a lie. Nothing but a thief. He's a deceiver. That's all he is. He's out to destroy. That's all he's out to do. All these divisions, all this separation junk. I'll tell you what to help us. What if we all went out in the streets together? And lifted our eyes and voices to none other but Jesus Christ and come together regardless of what faith we are. Regardless of the color of our skins and our ideas and opinions about the past and the hurt and the pain. What if we all repented together? What if we all prayed together? What if we all called on the only wise God and Creator and Maker of their heads called Jesus Christ? What do you think would happen? a soul you got a soul God he formed man he's the creator I'm gonna do my best try to cover as much as this I can but but watch this when you go to Psalms 139 I thought I'd marked it but maybe I didn't this is a portion of our, our lesson Text, if you go down, knows all things. And here in Psalms 139, it's, it's a very powerful Psalms. It's a, it's a writing of, of David here, 24 verses. And, and it, there's so much impact in these 24 verses about God, about God as the omnipotent, but omniscient also. See, God knows, He fills all the space and time. How many of you read what was on the sign out here this, not this time before? Don't fret and worry about tomorrow. God's already there. So if I walk with him today, he'll get me through tomorrow. That's the reason Jesus told us. He said, live for him one day at a time. Don't worry about the evils of tomorrow. Just live for him today. Today's all you got anyway. You may not even get tomorrow. I mean, has ever been, been told, made the statement, don't count your chickens before they're we need to practice that sometimes. Oh, I can't believe what's going to happen. My oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. You count your chickens for the hatch. <laughs> Ain't all going to be roosters. <laughs> God's always worked this thing out. We're the ones that's messed up. We don't. We don't love the Creator. If we love the Creator, we would have near the problem with, with what's been created by Him. I don't have no problem being a man. I, I, I love. I don't say I love Whitman. I don't say, I, Hallelujah. I'm glad. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad, Amen. He worked this thing out. Wrote yeah. oh, yeah. oh. everything else before Adam, Hallelujah. And he said, "You know what? Ain't good for man to be alone." I bet he didn't get another man looking just like me to lay up. I, Huh? <laughs> Woo! God's got it baby all you and I got to do is run out. I'm going to walk with God I'm going to walk with God I'm going to keep the battle flying let them, let them shoot them bombs let them make the statements they want to make Hallelujah. I'm not going to pull my gun out I'm going to call on the Lord I'm going to call on the Holy Ghost I'm going to call on the touch of God <clears throat> Naboth <laughs> I just wonder if he had a mom and daddy They were still alive. But you watch, we can learn something from this lesson here. See, the Hebrew writer understood. That's what he's talking about. Let let vengeance be the Lord's. He'll take care of it. If you really just lay it in his hands, God take care of something. He won't miss it. He hadn't missed anything. Regardless of what may come against them. But let me go back. 139. This chapter that David's written here and the verses that are less talked about. is actually talking about the 15th and 16th verse of this particular chapter. My substance. which substance is strength. Okay? Substance. That's where we get strength and confidence. And it holds us. And, and the faith. My substance until I attain that which I hope for. So you know what's going to get me through until I get that glorified body is faith. I don't just keep walking by faith. Oh yeah, I hurt just like everybody else. If you'd have saw me yesterday, you'd have known. Hmm, what's wrong with him? But praise God. You know what? I'm going to get a glorified body one day. I won't have to worry about arthritis. I won't have to worry about Sister Beverly. I won't have to worry about no kind of cancers. I won't have to worry about no heart diseases. I won't have to worry about no Brother Ford. I won't have to worry about no bad legs. I do not have to worry about diabetes. I won't have to worry about any of that. But until that, we got to endure. Amen. Till we attain it. And receive it. And so until then, i got a down payment. i got an earnest of the Holy Ghost. And you know what? By faith, I'm going to walk in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to walk in the spirit of God. It's going to be a struggle, a battle, a fight, tough days, on a daily basis. But John, we just hold on now. Watch your substance. My substance was not hid from thee. my strength. When I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thy eyes did see my substance. Which is the same chapter. He says. You know my uprising. And my downfalls. Nobody knows me better than God. You know me. Go back to the very beginning of it. Oh Lord. thou hast searched me. And know me. Thou knowest thy settings and my uprisings. Thou understandest my thoughts far off. My intent. That's really so important to keep the heart right. Keep the intent of the heart. Sometimes, have you ever said something and somebody may come to you and say, Wait a minute, why'd you say that? That ain't what I intended, that ain't what I meant. This is what I was talking about. See, God knows that. But also, on the other hand, when those, amen, it may say, yeah, boy, you're this and you're that now. And that's all right, you devil, you, you ain't no good. God knows. God knows. <laughs> he knows what was the real intent of the heart. If it was out to destroy or not. Or if it really meant good or not. Even in correcting. That's reading so important in this pulpit and the call of God and preaching of the word and the gospel. It better be out of a heart of love. It better be out of compassion and mercy. Because you know what? I can't preach this without experiencing it myself. Paul made it clear to us I am what I am by what? The grace of God. I'm the chiefest of sinners, but it's his grace now. Watch him? There was some suffering he was enduring, even to the point he asked the Lord three times, for that old buffet of that old Satan that buffeted him, and whatever it was, some physical, some say it was his eyes, because they are writing of the letters, I don't know. Maybe he's bow-legged. I would say bald-headed, but bald-headed a thing in the, in the world we live in today. Hey, Brother Quinn, hallelujah, praise God. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah, bow-legged, you know, and all kind of whatever The We'd probably be shocked of a lot of them. A lot of us would probably be shocked at, the, at what Jesus looked like. And they're just fussing over that now. What color of his skin. You know what? It ain't going to matter. That's nothing but isms and schisms that the devil's using, amen, to keep people distracted. And keep them off on things that don't, not going to amount to nothing. When you meet him in that cloud, I tell you what, when I get on that cloud, when you I hit that cloud, if he's black as a space of age, buddy, I'm not coming back down here. Yeah. Got it? Yellow, red. I ain't going to make no difference. I, I, I'm not going to run up and say, Jesus. Well No, you know why? Because you don't have to worry about getting to the clouds. Because God knows the heart and the intent in the heart and watch sitting on the seat of the heart and the throne of the heart you know why he could trust Naboth and, amen to give him now watch this God knew amen when Naboth was in the womb that somewhere along the journey that, that inheritance is going to be given to him a portion of land is going to be given to him and he's going to have the commandment of God that you can't trade it to, you can't sell it the king's going to want it and it's going to cost you life. but you know what God already knew God already knew Amen. And so, that's what this is talking about. You go back and read this. He tells, he said, there's nowhere I can ascend, no place I can go. I meant to get from your presence. 139. So he knows. He knows your bank account better than you do. Oh, Yeah. God could speak to some of you tonight, today, and tell you what to invest in to make you a millionaire in the next year or two. Huh? Praise God. But can He trust you with it? Because if you, if you got it and it costs you your soul because it won't beat your shirts, you better hear me this morning. It won't beat your shirts. Your family's going. And if God has to put me in a place and keep me in a place, you know what? Because it's all about depending upon Him and trusting Him. That even in this moment in my life, can you imagine what Naboth felt like when that day they brought him? Now, you know the story. So, you know how Jezebel got involved with Ahab with his 12 year old baby self just because he didn't get the vineyard he wanted, didn't get it his way, go home. Out and laying down, turned toward the wall. I know my mom had a remedy for that. <laughs> i give you something to pout about. I won't never forget it. But she tell us, I remember one time, and this is back, man, we were just playing, you know, fun at the gym and hallelujah. We were playing ball there, and there's this kid, man, they lost a the game. He got out in the middle of that floor. Daddy looked over at me, he said, if that was mine, I'd give him something to be kicking and screaming about right now in front of everybody. (laughs) 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 I oughta told us, Daddy go adopt him right quick. (laughs) hallelujah hallelujah so that's what away i have done amen because he didn't get it his way amen he couldn't come oh but you know what hey man that 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 wife he had old jezebel <laughs> hallelujah that, that, the devil's sister amen when she found out about it she said aren't you the king and you're talking about taking authority see she didn't fear god or the commandments of god now now the, the northern tribe You watch all of this, and time won't allow me, but if you'll read all the way through this, can I jump ahead just a little bit? When Jehu steps in and call called upon to fulfill all the prophecies, I want you to watch this. Now, some people say, well, it really don't matter. But watch if you'll read the end of that story, because I talked about it last Sunday morning, the, the, the sins of Rehoboam. Amen. He took care of everything except the sins of Rehoboam. He couldn't get them out of Israel. I'll tell you something. There's some things so ingrained into us and ingrained into our nation, ingrained in our hearts. I'll tell you, even God Almighty can't get it out because they're not willing, amen, to give it up. And they not willing, Amen, to make the sacrifice, and so it's so ingrained in the, and that, and got roots then and is settled down in us. Go back and read if you don't believe me. After, Amen, after Ahab, Amen, the, the prophecy of the blood, Amen, that was took. Now watch that. Check you if you go back and read it. He's fleeing. He disguised himself and all that. Stuff. But then, Jay, now that was his son. Shoots. All his mighty he pulls a bow back. But when God's in it, it's kind of like a little rock. When God's in it, go back and read it all. Ahab sold his self out to evil. And so, as a bell jumps in on the scene here, she says, I'll tell you what I'll do. I said, you just give me that ring. I'll take care of this. Now, we got a country that is sold out to her because now at Jezreel, which is where where Naboth lived, she calls on the elders and the leaders of that city. She says, I want you to call a fast. I want you to go get Naboth. And I want you to put him up on the stool. Then I want to go get, you, go get two sons of Belial. Which is two sons of the devil. As false witnesses. And I want you to come and have them to come. And they're going to witness against him. And tell them that he has blasphemed against. Now notice how she put this. Blasphemed against God and the king. If you read it closely. Even though it had the signet of Ahab. And the process is through. And they bring him in. Now, can you imagine some of the neighbors of different ones that not Naboth? We know he was straight up. We know he this 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 ain't nothing better. Man, they they, but they sent a letter back. Who do they send it back to? They don't send it to Ahab. They sent it to Jezebel. Oh Jazzy. Huh. She was one was ruling. Of course, now she was a daughter of, an, of a pagan king, remember? Where she was raised and some things that had been ingrained into her spirit and heart and mind. Which started way back here with Samuel. We want a king like everybody else. Hello. Church, if we're not careful. I'm, I'm, being, I'm, I'm just telling us. If we're not careful. The church that we're living, the age we're living today. Is wanting to do more and more like the world. we want to go to more places. We're going to get more involved in places. I'm telling you. Now, good or bad. I'm not going to say we're coming. But we got an invitation to, to go to a ball tournament. $225 a team. We don't have a team. You saying, you old folk, you might be right. But tell me who's the God of this world. Amen. Tell me who makes 40 million a year. It's not your president. Right. None of them senators makes that, not a senator. It's your ball players. Right. It's your movie stars. Right. It's Hollywood, the Prince of the Air. People tell me, that ain't no God. I say, okay, then go in the room where it's sitting at and tell me which way the chair is facing. That when you sit down to worship it, I know If we're not careful with all this other. The spirit of entertainment that I told us 25 years ago, if we're not careful, the spirit of entertainment sometimes robs us of of, of a real move of God because we want to, the spirit, we love it. Come on, we really love it. We love to do it, and we love to be a part of it. That's how we're made. That's how we finish it. But But it can't be that way, not here. Man, we come to worship when we unite together, when we join together, when we bind together. And and brother Ford mentioned it earlier this morning. How all of us is is made different, got likes and dislikes. But they ought to be the Holy Ghost in us. When we walk in this place, I got one thing on my mind. I got one thing in my spirit. I got one thing in my heart. I want to touch God and let God touch us. I want the God, the will of God in this house. I want God to heal. I want God to save. I want God to move. When I come in this place, Hallelujah! That's all that matters. It doesn't matter what we're seeing. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Oh. God, if we could just get to that place and get in that area as we come together. That's the reason we go through the prayer rooms and make our way into this place and we can come in here and watch this. Hmm. Anybody knows that little bottle where you come through the door back here? Anybody get that? That's what the prayer room would do for us in our spirit's heart and mind. It helps. Sanitize. <laughs> yep. Yeah, was, amen. So when we walk in these doors, we can come in with thanksgiving and praise. Hallelujah. We, we don't got the victory back there. So we can celebrate it out here. Amen. Because there's going to be some others coming in here that's going to need it. And they're going to need us to have the of God and the power of God and the love of God. You know what? We we It's not a time to sell our services to the world. Uh, you hear what I'm telling you? It's not an hour. I know the pressure's on. But it's not a time to sell our services to the world. I stand along on that one pretty much I, I I say what you want to you this ain't about entertaining the world they don't even know what it is really they're going to mock it, make light of it, make fun of it they don't understand that it's having a convulsion I'm a Oh, he's just on a part of the Holy Ghost. We just about got away from some of that, hadn't we? Hey, some of us hadn't been shook alone. So I know it's, it. gets a little older, but you don't have to shake it as hard. All alone. Right, so well, I "Shake like, it once in a while." Huh? Come on now. Preach it to us. God loves us. You know why? Amen. Because I'll be, there's some Napols in here. We're not for sale at any cost for any reason. Amen. We want truth, the whole truth, and we want to hang on to it until the end. Why? Because my babies are depending on me. to hang gone. There's some babies that hadn't even been born yet, but are going to be. They're depending on us. They're in the plan of God, the mind of God. And he's depending on a bride. And a mother said, oh no, that when he and the admonition of the Lord. Amen. They ought to just be a breakout. It needs to be a breakout of the Holy Ghost, a breakout of miracles and wonders and signs, right in the midst of all of this, pouring out God's power, God's love, and God's mercy. Amen. Hallelujah. What's, what's happening? Huh. I'm, I'm going to step out of the lesson just a little bit in a sense. But you know what's really happening here? God's forming and shaping us. Huh. That's what he's doing. We sang the song. You know what? He didn't grow weary. And you and I, we know what that is. We know what it is to faint. And we're warned in the scriptures about not to grow weary in what well-doing. Not to let our minds faint because that's where the battle and the struggle's at that's the reason we need what is a promise of the renewing of the mind that's really so important of assembling ourselves together and leaning on one another pulling for one another strengthening one another amen so we can go out in the highways and the byways and face the world around us and the challenge that's around us amen because you know what there's an inheritance that's on the inside of us you become the prime target of the enemy amen that you that believe this truth that believes this Pentecost experience you that believe in the sure foundation Hallelujah. The true mercies of God, the powers of God. Amen. You can I can carry you on where it talks about what God talks about. Amen. Paul's writings into the carriage church and he talks about hey, hey, let's don't be so quick judging. Hallelujah. let the Lord say it to take care of it. you know why? He'll shout it from the housetop, those hidden things of the heart and places of that nature. But God will take care of it. Don't get here's what's so important about it. Watch this. He goes on to that same little scriptures there. He said, Satan. can't take advantage of us. You know what he's talking about? We slip over into 2 Corinthians. He was talking about forgiving that brother that had committed such a sin in the church. Forgiving him and restoring him. Because if you really don't forgive him, it don't have to be very much. I did it yesterday. I cut a piece of plywood, put it in there. It liked just about that much going in the hole. But I wrestled like I don't know what to get it in there. So I took that saw out. I cut what I could. I took that hammer out. The Word of God. I beat her in place. Hallelujah. Now it was hanging up. Watch this forgiveness and unwilling to forgive brothers sisters whoever it might be if we're not willing to do that no i'm going somewhere watch this because now whoever's left around Napoth, and it's going to be three years before the judgment starts unfolding ladies and gentlemen three years amen Ahab gets to enjoy the vineyard Even though the man of God is sent to him immediately Amen while he's there Amen that's what your focus verse is about But it's three years Amen before the judgment ever falls And ever comes Hallelujah. What are you going to do in the three year period How are you going to respond to God And the power of God And the question is God you could have prevented this From happening and taking place in my life But you, you allowed it for a reason And for a purpose And oh God if you are just help I want to get in the reason I want to get in the purpose. I want to be the child of God in the midst of this trial and come out on the other side the way you want me to. Some people get so mixed up in life they don't even believe in God. Shake the fist. Ain't no God. If He's a God, why is He letting all this chaos? He's just letting the devil run his course and have his day. But this earth will experience a day when there'll be no sin. But it won't be until the time of the millennium. And then for a thousand years, no man will die. If he would us, even at 50, they'll consider him as a child because there'll be no sin. They won't be able to sin because the devil will be bound a thousand years. And they're going to really find out the copper man that was behind the scenes, that stirred it up, like old Jezebel, that stirred up Ahab, stirred up his heart to build temples, and stirred up his heart to allow things. Here's the deal, watch this, God brought it back to Ahab, even though Jezebel wanted to have the letters wrote, and come up with the idea, and getting it all fulfilled, it fell back on Ahab, it was his fault for allowing it to take place. I know what time's up. I hope something's been said here today. That help us to really understand that God loves us and he knows exactly where we're at. Let's trust him. That means there's not going to be trials and tribulations and troubles. But watch this. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. They can throw you in the fire furnace, but I'll be there. They can put you in the dens or the caves or the dungeons. They can false accuse you, but I can still use you to interpret dreams if you'll just, if you'll just keep on walking right. See, that's when the real test is. It's whenever the pain and the, 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 the hindrances, huh, the opposition, when the sand ballots and all of them's gathering around and saying, ah, a fox are on top of them walls, they'll fall down. I can't believe they're building a church in that place. I can't believe they want to go on the other side of that river and build a church. More right than you think I am. We're still here. God's still working. And if we'll let Him, God's going to get us through this. God's going to bring us out to the other side. We just got to keep the right spirit and the right attitude. Trusting, hey, God, I love you. I'm going to serve you. I didn't say it was going to be easy. They may be sometimes you had to come in here one-legged. I'd I'd rather come here one-legged for Jesus. They have two good legs and back there living for the devil, living for the world. I'd rather come here and beat up, manned, whatever. Whatever God allowed to come my way. If that's what it takes to help keep me. Then so be it. Because you know what? He loves us. We can stand. I know my time's passed. I'm, I'm done. I, I didn't mean to do that, but uh, I won't abuse. Um, if, if you want to, and I know I got you standing already, you know. So I am going to wind this up. We will struggle. What's this? Well, <clears throat> these have been some good lessons. If you've really been paying attention, watch this. Let's go back with a little widow. We like abundance, right? I mean, if, 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 if God's going to fill my barrel, God, if you don't mind, fill it to the brim. But 99.9% of the time, he doesn't. He supplies your need. And so he puts enough in the barrel for today. So you'll have to come back tomorrow. You got to trust him for it tomorrow. Because the Bible said in the New Testament, he's our daily bread. And so you've got to come, oh, that bread was good. Tell Andrew, I wasn't going to give him none. They sold me out. I I gave him, yeah, I cut him piece, gave him piece, gave him least some. Man, praise God, I ate all of it and I've eaten almost all of the house. Bread's good. (laughs) Bread's good for you. I don't care what they say. Bread's good. Jesus said bread (laughs) life." Praise God. (laughs) I believe it literally. Brother Barry tells me all the time he believes the word literally. I do too. Bread alive, bread good. Especially put a little margarine on. Put that mic away. Woo! Cold glass of milk. Man, I tell you what, it put life in you. See, that's what the word of God's all about. That's what being the house of God. It puts life in us. It puts hope in us. Says, so, you know what? There's a savior. There's a God in the heavens. Amen. I want to rule and reign in my family. I don't have to go like everybody else. I have to believe like everybody. But you know what? What God's blessed me with, it's not for sale. It's not for sale. It's not for sale. I'm not for sale. My family's not for sale. My church is not for sale. Amen. We built this on his name. We built it for his kingdom. And you know what? We want his glory to fill this house, his anointing to fill this house, and go out the highways and the byways of let even though there is a way. We do love you this morning. Appreciate you. I know I've got you. Love you. Appreciate you, Brother Ford, to be preaching for us tonight called him early Thursday morning. He told me Wednesday night. He said, well, I guess I put that message on the back burner. Huh. Called him Thursday morning. I said, you better get off that back burner, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God, but the Sabbath couldn't come. But love you. Appreciate you. Hey, let's pray. Let's believe in God. If you didn't read this lesson, go back and read. There's a lot in it. I didn't really get to touch. I know there's, there's, there's just a short part. Now, watch this. There's a small part about Naboth. It really was. But all the other after. Right up to the 70 sons of Ahab. The prophecy was fulfilled. Right up to Jezebel. The dogs licking the blood. Every bit of it. You just continue on. And that Kings. And right on into Second Kings. It took 12 years for the 70 sons. But you know what? When Jehu got there and made a call out to him. And said, hey, oh no. We'll sacrifice him. We'll give him up we have not what you've done to the zeal that you're under. What you've done to the previous kings. Don't worry about the devil. That's the problem. Worry about all that. Let's just put up the fight. Let's just keep on marching. Let's just keep standing strong. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you. See you tonight. Good to see all of you. I'm telling you, it's so good to see you in the house of God. God bless you.